0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You're listening to Live Mike. Episode 23 in studio right now is Utah Representative Patrice Arendt. She, her office rather, sent me a note this morning and it said, uh, it was a press release, Representative Patrice Arendt announces retirement. At end of 2020, we spent the last segment talking about some of her greatest accomplishments, some of the motivations for this decision. Uh, And now for just a moment, I'd like to look forward Uh, there. You have one more legislative session ahead of you. Would you talk to me for a moment about what you hope to accomplish in this uh, last legislative session?
1: I have lots of very important bills I'm working on, a lot having to do with clean air. We know that our, the number one issue in terms of our pollutants are mobile sources, cars and all that, but the second one is building, so I'm working on a program having to do with that. I'm working on updating our newborn safe haven law and uh, working on updating that and getting some funding for marketing so people will know about it. Uh, since 2013, I have tried to remove the option on the ballot of people checking one box for straight-ticket voting. And it's been a problem, according to our county clerks, much more now in Utah than it was back then because people uh, have their ballots at home. They check that box, and sometimes they're very confused. They think they have to check the box because they're a member of the party, or they check the box not realizing that that party has not put forth candidates in some of the races, so they miss voting And sometimes they just completely forget and they are unable to vote for judges and they don't vote for the constitutional amendments. It's just a mess.
2: Let's have a little education opportunity here. So a straight ticket voting is what? There are options on the ballot currently Mm -hmm. which allow you to, in lieu of uh, race by race selecting candidates, you can say, you know what, just let me have all the Republicans or let me have all the Democrats. Uh, You'd like that undone?
1: I would like that. And Utah is one of the very few states that allows that, that no other Western state has that option. If, ever, if someone wants to vote for everybody in one party, they can still do it. They just have to go through it and look at the names. And I, I can't tell you how many times somebody will walk up to me in the grocery store and say, you know, I voted straight-ticket Republican. I'm so excited I voted for you. I'm like, no, you really didn't. And if you'd looked at the names, you would have realized you didn't vote for me. So I've been working really hard for years. Last year's the first year it actually got out of a House committee, passed the House, made it through a Senate committee unanimously, and was on the board at the very end when we finished and didn't get to it. So I'm working on that. Uh, I'm working on a bill having to do with sick leave. Some employers just have paid time off. Others have vacation time and sick leave. And for sick leave, some employers will only allow the employee to use that, which means if their child is in the hospital, they they can't use their sick leave. So this would say you can use your sick leave for family members, Um, you don't get any more sick leave than you would have already received. Interesting. But, you know, some people tell me they have to call in and lie to their employers, pretend like they're sick, and that's just sad. Is this both public
2: and private sector employers-employee relationship? Yes. Okay, interesting. Uh, We we learned recently that the federal government took some action for uh, federal employees, uh, and you're going to dip your toe into the private sector.
1: Absolutely. As I said, if they're already providing sick leave, we're just saying, And, you know, frankly, most employers are pretty good about this, but I've heard too many horror stories of people either having to leave the workforce or having to lie to their employers, and they don't want to do that. So, you know, if your child's sick, if your parent's sick, um, and I've had a whole coalition of people working with me from AARP to Voices for Utah Children.
2: We, uh, in the last segment, I briefly mentioned uh, a few very young legislators. A friend of mine, Casey Snyder, he and I worked together back in Washington, D.C., also Candace Uh, Perucci, another young legislator, Suzanne Harrison, Uh, I know you are mentoring her. Uh, From your experience, uh, from what you have learned over your now two decades serving in the Utah legislature, what advice do you give the next generation of legislators, both those who are in office now and those who may be considering getting into this uh, wild game in the near future?
1: It's really one of the best jobs you'll ever have. You get to look at so many different issues, but you have to stretch yourself. Don't feel like you should only talk about or work on issues you're familiar with. And I use air quality as an example. When I got started in this, I didn't know what a PM two point five was. I was I wasn't familiar with it. I didn't have a science background. Is that particulars per million? Yeah, it's particulars, Yes. Is it's, that pretty good? Are you yeah, impressed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, Not bad. Yeah. But I will say it is really stretch yourself. Learn about new things. Your constituents are important. You have to pay attention to them. Even if you think you have a safe seat, listen to your constituents. Uh, and listen to everyone. You want to bring everyone into the room when you're drafting legislation, including those who will oppose you. Get everyone there so you can talk to them, hear their concerns right up front. It's important to learn from everybody and work really, really hard. Um, you know, we have great staff, and new legislators sometimes don't remember to work with that staff. And I know because I was one of those staff members. I was associate general counsel to the Utah legislature. And so there's a lot they can learn from the wisdom in that office and in our fiscal analyst office.
2: Let me ask you now about uh, timing. Uh, some of my background, I worked for a congressman who made it known well uh, ahead of the end of the uh, congressional session uh, that he would be he wouldn't be seeking reelection. election uh, that was known to the public for uh, well over a year. And when it was coming time to make the decision whether or not to announce that fact, there was some pushback saying, uh, you know, if you let no, if you let folks know uh, that you're heading out, they're not going to take you as seriously. They're going to know they're not going to have to tangle with you in the next uh, session. You have made it known that you will not be seeking reelection uh, and you still have a, a full session to serve. Uh, why have you chosen now to, to make this announcement?
1: I think it's the best way to find good people to run in the seat that I represent. I want to give people time to think about it. If they want to collect signatures, I want them to have time for that. If they want to come up and watch what we do at the Capitol to see what we're doing. But I want the best possible candidates there to replace me.
2: And this announcing now gives them a a good long uh, runway of room to to make their attempt.
1: Absolutely.
2: And it doesn't diminish your your power and your ability and your influence during this upcoming session.
1: I look at others who have retired, and I've done this before because I retired once before. And you know what? You can get a lot done in your last session. I look at former Representative Rebecca Chavez passing major election law reform her last session. You can do that.
2: All right. Very good. Thank you so much. You're thank uh, you, Representative Patrice Arant, here in studio with me. Kind of a surreal moment, if I'm honest. Uh, for all my years working with Doug and working with my dad, I was calling you. I was calling your intern to say, "Hey, would you like to come on this program?" Uh, and then today, uh, it was you and me getting to talk here. I uh, in this new uh, role, and you as you uh, are departing uh, your important role here. So thank you. Thank but you I'll be here till the end of the year, so right, I don't want my
1: constituents thinking I'm bailing out now. Oh, that's right. That's
2: right. And you uh, still settling on what uh, what you're gonna. Behind which your issues you're going to put your energies, but you do have uh, some stuff cooking. Uh, following this upcoming legislative session, you're not done working. You're going to keep it up.
1: I, we have interims, task force meetings. I will be working through December 31st.
2: You come back here and let me know what you're up to?
1: I absolutely will.
2: Thank you so much. Patrice Thank Arendt. Uh, the announcement this morning, uh, Representative Patrice Arendt uh, is going to be uh, retiring. She will serve the duration of this legislative session and then not seek re-election, making way for, uh, as she says, a a good, fine candidate who now has plenty of time uh, to put together a campaign and make the case for why they ought to represent you in the Utah State Legislature. We have a number of topics left on the program, one segment left. We're going to try to cram a lot in. There have been some whisperings lately about uh, not just the gubernatorial race, but who uh, will be running alongside these governors as lieutenant uh, governor. There is an announcement coming up. Uh, Thomas Wright is going to make some sort of announcement. I don't know. I can't tell you that it's a lieutenant governor's uh, announcement. I don't know for certain. Uh, If I'm a betting man, though, I'd say that uh, we're going to start finding things out. Uh, also, producer Amy reached out to all of the gubernatorial candidates this morning asking if they have begun thinking about who might be their running mate. And we have some fascinating responses to share with you next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.